Hey, openers, welcome to episode three in this We made it to another week. How we got over? Hallelujah. <laughs> Say it again. Hey. How I got over. <laughs> yes, but welcome over to podcast. I'm your host, Rodney. I'm Marco the Prince. I'm Shazam. And I'm Solomon. And we are a podcast where we have an open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ community and beyond. Okay. Twist, twist, twist. No, but also, you guys, before we start the show, please, please, please go to our website, click on that thing. I need to see click, 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 clicks on it. Y'all are very, but before we say that too, thank you all for like, we are really growing and I just want to acknowledge that. Like y'all all are really, really rocking with us. It would not be here if it wasn't for you all. So with that being said, you know, just like we have collection plates at church, have collection plates. <laughs> and, if and if it's on your heart to give, I'm look, y'all, y'all laughing. I'm for real. And that's why I be laughing. Uh, don't y'all want to say something? Like we all did that. So like for real, like we got collection plates. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to, if you feel like giving, you want to help with production and just help lower the cost for us, so we do other things and you know get out there with you all. Go to our website at www.oblishapodcast.com and click that donate button. You could be a pastor. Mm. Amen. Now selection. (laughs) (laughs) Start with you. Let's switch it up. How was your week, Ryan? Ooh. I'm going to say, I'll give you a summer one say. But other than that, I had a great time. Um, Me and my best friend went to the belt line and Mm. they had shows on the belt line. Like they Mm -hmm. were jumping up all kinds of stuff. Like Circus Ole? Circus, it was so dumb dude was jumping six feet high in the air. Oh. There's always stuff on the belt line. Like they be walking a tightrope. It'd be like movies <laughs> on the line and stuff. It's before the shoes happen. I mean, like, like honestly, if I, I wish I was on a date instead of with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cute. It was like mm-hmm. every different section, sector, section of the belt line was like something different. And I was like, oh, the belt line coming on up. Okay. Where'd you answer that? Like by Piedmont Park? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was real cute. Yeah, oh, so you got the whole gist of the belt line. That's, that's all I had. What about you, Marco? My week was good. Um, I've been in the process of setting up my home and things, but I had to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, so I was kind of out cha cha and all that other shit. Yeah, drinking tequila. Let me not do that. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. We're not even. We're not gonna go there. Yeah, but I love Cinco de Mayo because I love tequila. So um, I just feel like I adapt myself to their holiday. I was going to say culture, but just their holiday. Did you Christian Christian your home yet? Um, with the liquor and a blunt? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think you met another Christian. <laughs> <laughs> religious one? We'll get into made, it. Did you bang a hole in the <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into it. Got that furniture yet? End <laughs> <laughs> up like new, like, have you had sex since we just moved in with the furniture not being there on the carpet with a pallet? The best sex ever. <laughs> well, on, yes. Wait, on a pallet? I, yeah. yeah. Like, like blankets and pillows yet? and shit like that? Solomon, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not fucking on the phone? No. What? I mean, I had furniture, but I didn't have furniture. Like, it was coming. Yeah, like, maybe a table, maybe a chair. You know, switch it up. I had a table in there. I was fucking on my good table. You got to use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> and that's furniture. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> my week was really good. Um, I was just telling them before we started that um, I was on my way to work one morning. 
and on the back of a I was behind this pickup truck and on the back of it there were like pallets and boxes like wooden boxes must have been going like 75 80 and they flew off the back of the truck did they hit your car no, no. it didn't but like luckily there was nobody behind right. me and I was able to like slam on my brakes and people every people were just scattering that's like some final destination shit exactly yes. Yes. she was scary Jesus and I typically don't ride behind any vehicle that has anything on it mm-hmm Yes, I learned my lesson in college because a rock flew up and hit my windshield and it cracked across the front. Just everywhere. Oh, Jesus Christ. Listen, and I was a broke college student. I had to call my mom. I would have done the same thing. She fixed it, though. (laughs) Guess who I would have (laughs) called? Stay Farm. Really? Mm -hmm. Stay Farm Girl? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. Mm, Just just come on out here. I pay y'all monthly. Or somebody pay y'all monthly. Just come fix this windshield real quick, fast, and in a hurry. (laughs) But Shazam, how was your week? Well, it was good. Oh, y'all still going? (laughs) (laughs) At this point, State Farm, y'all want to sponsor us? Because y'all just don't think I mean... Hello. But no, my week was good. Friday, I went out with the straights for Cinco. They like to spend money, and I was just like, I was shocked. I left my house around like 1 o'clock. I didn't go until 7 a.m. Like, I was Jesus. tired. Wait, 7 a.m.? A.m.? At 5 o'clock, I was in Buckhead. Like, why am I in Buckhead, like, at a club? Listening to music. That sounds dope, though. It was fun. It yeah. was like a club I'd never been to, and it was like a little hole in the wall. Oh, like, Buckhead, a hole oh, in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not called Hole in the Wall. <laughs> But there's a club called Hole in the Wall in Buckhead. Which one you went to then? It was called Babylon Cafe. It's like oh. kind of in Limburg. Like, it, it. Listen, I had never been, and we went. DJ was good. Drinks was good. Everything. Oh, okay. Vibes the dudes was out. It was with the straight. Yeah, yeah. The niggas was there. Okay, thank you. You can look, uh, but don't touch. No, I mean he not went. Not Empire he music, anyways. <laughs> so somebody else probably gay too. <laughs> then Friday, well, Saturday I went to like a club, and then Sunday I was out with one of y'all co-hosts, and uh, they gave us the A and B selection, and they sung Etta James at last. Oh again. my god! <laughs> did you sing? And I did. Oh, and did you do and it the well? Girls love me. Yeah, yeah. I'm booked for next Sunday. <laughs> he was calling this boy his manager, and I was like, "If your manager sing better than you, it's a problem." And this boy got up and sang better than Rodney. He was like, "Actually, that's not my manager." <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it was a great time. Like, I had a good weekend. I had shots for shots for shots for days. Look, if there's one thing Rodney's going to do, it's going to be sing. Baby. And when I say, like, he really was like, I'm going to sing Etta James at last. And I was like, is he serious? And he grabbed a little stool and sat down and grabbed his mic and sang. I gave a whole tiny stage. Ooh, a tiny concert. <laughs> it's a tiny desk, y'all. Oh. <laughs> well, y'all knew when y'all do what It was tiny head. some shit. Like, we here. Oh, my God. <laughs> But what we, what, uh, what's going on with you, uh, DeMarco? It's Marco D. Prince. Yes, I said D. Marco. Yes, you did. I did. You did. Yeah, there's too many all going on. Marco D. Prince, what's going on with you? <laughs> <sighs> so, this situation in our cup, we drink a tequila as. Y'all know because Cinco de Mayo just passed. But again, uh, I just want to highlight our openers. Y'all been doing a damn thing with subscribing, sharing, and interacting with us. And it's very much appreciative because um, without y'all, we ain't got no. Appreciated. It's so, appreciated. So, so, one thing about me. <clears throat> one thing about me is I fuck up words all the time. But y'all knew what I meant. I can't talk I'm about just, it. <laughs> I, I'm a fuck up. I'm a fuck up a word. I'm a. I'm. 
One thing about me, I'm gonna fuck up a war. I'm laughing at me and she's like, <laughs> connecting <laughs> eyes immediately. <laughs> but you knew what I meant. I did, and I was also translating for you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you all for tuning in, subscribing, uh, sharing, reposting, and all that shit. So um Y'all want to get into the streets? Yes, let's go. Okay, so this we're gonna get into my streets. Ooh, um, tell me more. And byways, huh? Oh, highways and byways. <laughs> okay. In the back oh, road. I like to take the access. Less well. traveled. <laughs> they said it's well traveled. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. Um, flyer miles. <laughs> oh my god. So I went on a date um, over the past. <sighs> Maybe, maybe not. What was his name? <laughs> We're not saying names <laughs> on this. <laughs> um, dope conversation, all that good shit. But one thing that I have when I do, like, so I have an outing, like, where we just go out to hang out to see if the vibe is there. Mm -hmm. But then I also have, like, a date. Like, okay, let's see if I can potentially date you, maybe introduce you to my friends, my family, all that, or friends and family, all that shit. Um but this nigga cussed me out because of he felt like <laughs> he was like in interrogation room, but like he cussed you out on the first day. Not no. So we. That's your well, husband. <laughs> so we. So toxic. <laughs> definitely. So we've been on like probably like four outings, but oh. like this is like our officially first day when I'm like, look, I want to take you out. You want to mm -hmm. take me out? Get dressed. Everything is reservation type of ordeal. Okay. And that's when I'm, you know, like, okay, we've been hanging, we've been talking, but like now it's time to down. Now it's time to get down to the needy greedy of what we doing here. Um, and yes, he did cuss me out because of particular questions that I have asked, but these are just questions that, you know, I ask. So I'm a, uh, I'm a read them off. Um, so I've always I always ask what is the family dynamic between you, your family, your friends, all that good shit. Because one, I think that's important. I ask sexual preference, what you like. Do you know how you want to be sexually pleased? Because that's important to me. Love language, where you are, where are you at right now, and then how do you manage your money? Okay, question. Because for me, I feel like these stem from like your non-negotiables. Like there are some mm -hmm. things like if they said an answer to these you wouldn't proceed, correct? Correct. So if you didn't have four outings and now you're on a date, why are you waiting that long to... Well, like... I wonder what is, that, what is considered an outing. That was my question. You would just four? Yeah. Just like a bar outing. Like, Beltline, like, just going out and just seeing what your vibe is. So oh. you're waiting, but you, you're going to wait until interaction. We're going to call them interactions just for... Mm -hmm. You wait until interaction number five to start discussing your non-negotiables? Yes. Did you have? Did y'all? Oh, have why sex? <laughs> did y'all already have sex? No. Oh. Mm. I'm just, you know, just want to know. No, no, you fine. No, because I like four or five. Like I don't think I know enough about you to ask you these questions. But after a certain number, it's just like okay, we obviously like each other. We obviously communicating. We obviously texting. Okay, so now like, you can get somewhere. Exactly. Versus somewhere. on the first time of meeting you asking you these questions and you're like why the fuck this nigga asking me this like we not even there yet but if i see a little bit of effort a little interest all this shit like now it's like okay this nigga feeling me i'm feeling you so now let's let's make it an official date so another follow-up question when mm -hmm. you do this is this like uh like do you always have a certain number of outings you do or do you just do it when the time feels right to go on the first date probably around three or four 
I, I can know, like, so on the first outing, I can, I know if I'm going to talk to you again or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But then, like, I'm like, okay, it was cool. It was this. It was that. Let me still dissect everything that I liked, what I didn't like, what I'm going for, and what you are bringing to the table. So that just gives me a little bit of understanding of what we're doing, where we're going, and what we're how we're going to go about this. So for me, for four outings, makes perfect sense. I ain't mad at it. It makes sense to me because you want to see if they're going to text you back good. Right. Like, how how's your communication? Like, nonverbal clues of how we're going to communicate. Because I don't waste Shazam. my time. Fix your face. <laughs> it don't make sense to me. <laughs> it does to is not me. Nothing. Probably four. Is a, I probably do like three. Then a fourth would be a date. But, like, I, it makes sense because you want to make sure the person is going to be who they say they are. I guess I got, I, I just have a lot of follow-up questions. Like, if it's four outings, how long does it take for these four outings? Probably within a month. Okay, so you're going back to back to back to back. Yeah. Okay, so this is making sense to me. I'm just yeah. making, I'm just Oh, night, up not like a six-month like, thing. You like, no, these two are like... Months and now you're like, so, what's your family oh, dynamic? Okay, like, that's no. why I'm over here like, whoa, like, what's going on? Oh, no, no, no. This is like week after week. I need to see your consistency. I need to see the nonverbal clues that you were telling me. How you interact, how you communicate. Um, are you always working? Are you always this? Are you always at home? Are you always outside? Like, it's things that... I pay attention to that the person that I'm potentially getting to know okay, that they can't really say, but they can present. Well, let's get into the mess. Why he cuss you out? <laughs> I'm about to say, which question he cussed you out on? The sexual preference. Really? Yes. Not the money? I figured it would have been the money. I no. it would have been the money, too. That was the follow-up after, so wait, after the what, sexual. You asked his sexual preference, mm-hmm. and he responded. So I asked him, I was like, so how do you like to be sexually pleased? Because to me, in a relationship, sex is important. Hell the fuck yes. Like, yeah, it man. is... It is, if not one, definitely top two. Okay. Like, I need to know that I can be sexually pleased and I can sexually please you. Because if we ain't got sex, we ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Ain't no loving Tough in crowd. the streets. <laughs> be no loving in the streets. So, do y'all got, like, questions that you well, Uh-uh, girl. Go back to why he cussed you out. What was the answer? You trying to get away from well, the mess. <laughs> well, he cussed me out because, one, um, damn, this telling a lot I don't like you. You said you want to get into the streets, so let's get into it. <laughs> well, I'm, fully, I'm yeah, my streets, but I'm I'm fully versed, so like I'm very open to a lot of things, and I just truly enjoy sex. I think sex is a great thing that people can have as long as the communication and the connection is there. Um, so you want to make sure he can match your freak level, basically. Hello, especially if we talking yeah. about longevity, like you talking about marriage and people being married for twenty five years and all that. Like, was that part of the conversation? Twenty five years, marriage. Um, yeah. Okay. So oh, you that wasn't you... a deep conversation, but I told him what I was yes. looking for. So you said you was versed, and he responded. Oh, oh we we're not gonna to lose you. this storyline. Uh-uh. <laughs> like he was like, "What do you mean your verse?" And I was like, "I'm not understanding what." So was he a bottle? He was verse. He was like, "But explain it." And I was like, "Well, you know, I like to be fucked a certain way. I like to top a certain way. I like to bring other things into the bedroom." <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the cussing out. Right, me too. <laughs> he was like, well, I don't want my man to bottom. I was like, well, we probably just he don't act- want his man to bottom. So wait. So he's a top? He is, but we, again. I thought you just said he was verse. I'm confused. This, this is what he, he said. He, he don't like, want you to bottom? For other people. He wants to top me. But he, but if you guys are together, you Why should be, be bottoming for other people, people, right? He's more of a verse top. 
is what I understood from the conversation. Wait, I'm, I'm not. The cut style is lost. not justified to me yet. Because he wants me to be his particular, like, main bottom line. I'm not about to just completely bottom Oh, he wants it. you to be, like, a full bottom. Correct. How did it go from the, being uh, verse to being top? Because after the conversation of us understanding and me asking questions, I'm like, I'm not about to just bottom well, for you. Yeah, because they say one person's top is another person's Hello. bottom child. So, who blowing your booty hole out if I'm not? Shazam <laughs> proved that last week when he got one of the top. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> she just said, her top this fell in his lap. <laughs> just let you know. We're not in my streets. We're, 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 we're in my streets. We're mine. Um, but I'm still lost, so run his back. So he originally told me he was verse. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Therefore, I, okay. Original conversation, and then we dissected on More. the sexual preference conversation. And I was like, "Well, I'm fully versed. I don't know what you expected from me." Yada yada yada. Well, I told you I was versed, but now I'm a versed top. But because again, you're not my type of top. I was yeah, like, "Okay, cool." Because like, that's a red flag. Hello. Oh hell no! Nah, run and not tell me. Not the book. Huh? How'd you meet? <laughs> At the bar. Which one? Solomon be asking mm, the right question. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bar. What the was bar. the vibe when you met at the bar? It was actually dope. It was complete opposite of what it was on the date, which... So, I'm really pissed off. He pissed me off. So... Wait, hold on. Before you get pissed off, let's make sure we get the whole story straight. Okay. Because so, y'all y'all met at a like bar. Mm-hmm. There was a vibe. And then you went on three outings. Three four. or four, four outings. Four outings. And there's, there was still a vibe to, mm-hmm. either, to even consider a date. So... He pr- when I met him, he presented a little bit more feminine than I like, and I was like, okay, you cool. Like you still showing your feminine ways, but also your masculine. So blouse top. Hell no! Don't do well, me. Wait, because no him. Oh, I thought you meant me. <laughs> you were describing him. No, not a blouse top, but just like the music, so to say. So oh, like, okay, okay, okay. Like he presented masculine all this shit, and I was like, okay, cool. Like we but can continue. You said he presented feminine, a little more. His feminine. actions. Oh, okay. Yeah, like presented. I'm talking about outfit. Presented. Okay, 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 outfit. okay. So okay. the outfit was feminine, or the outfit was masculine? Masculine. Did right. I say then feminine? He was a little bit more femme. Correct in his masculine outfit. Oh, okay. okay, now it makes sense. Okay. So it kind of turned me on. I was like, okay, so we can keep continue to go on outings and shit. I was like, okay, cool. And then I started asking these questions, and it just flipped going back to the um, femme top situation. I mean, if he was truly versed, the flipping would have been fine. He lied. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. if we roll the clip back Wait, stop. From wait, 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 wait. Before you go there, <laughs> did you say he said he didn't see you topping him? Mm-hmm. That's, that's so disrespectful. Why would he tell you that? I didn't ask. I would have got a... I would have one of these... <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Your services are no longer needed. <laughs> okay, basketball wise. But I think we gotta roll the clip back because first episode when we were talking about fem tops, you said that you would have. I mean, to I do, but the top before. I just have to feel it. Yes, the vibe might be there, but I have to feel it. It's more of a feeling. But he also said he's versed, so don't nobody want to be taking dick twenty four seven, and you ain't getting mm. no pleasure out of it. 
And who well, wants to go through that I mean, whole process of doing X, Y, and Z and this, that, and the third? It's a process. Well, if you wouldn't have waited until Audi number seven to do it, talk about <laughs> this, we wouldn't have been here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not playing. Maybe. <laughs> but I, was, I mean, I don't know. I just like to fill the vibe out completely because one meetup, all right, they present something. Second meetup, they still present something. But for me, I feel like I don't really get to know a person until like you continuously meet up with that person. That's I agree with that. I agree. Like because what they present on Instagram, what they present on Twitter, what they present on Facebook, that's three different personalities. Hell yeah. As shady as I was with you, I actually appreciate you like sitting down and asking those questions. Because a lot of people don't ask questions Mm -hmm. like that. And that's how like communication and things get lost in translation and then it's three months down the road and you're about to do the do and it's like wait you're not bending over i'm not bending over neither or it's like you do me you know you do me like and then you're in a, a confused situation so i applaud you for doing that because people don't like having discussion yeah i i said it i'm gonna keep saying it but i enjoy sex like and i want to be sexually pleased so that matters if you can't please me sexually get up or move over and we can go about our life because you said, get your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and to the left, to the left. So do y'all got questions y'all ask people on first dates? Mm-hmm. Mine is a credit score. Oh, really? And you ask for the ID. Oh, yeah. No, ID no, that's, oh, for, that's for the hookups. Yeah. Oh, But, yeah, <laughs> I mean, at my at this big age, I'm in my 30s, and um, no matter home and shit, I need to make sure that you have. I don't need your. I just know. Oh, do you have good credit? What's what? What's the range? Are you in the upper sixes and the higher? How do men respond to that? I think that's an interesting question because mm-hmm. a lot of people will say that's very invasive. I only had one person who got offended. Then I said, "Well, we don't need to talk." Mm-hmm. So you think he got offended because his credit score was bad? I didn't give a fuck why. Honestly, I just was like, if you can't have to me. I'm very direct mm-hmm. when you meet me, and I respect the same thing for you. I'm very open when you ask me a question. I don't got to. I have a 758.5 mm-hmm. credit score, but like I'm in the you know in the 700s and 600s. Like I don't need your money, bitch. I need to make sure that we're we can both, get shit together. We, we can get shit together. And if you got a lot of debt and stuff, and then like one dude who got offended, he had a goddamn Maserati. And I just go show me like nigga, you must got bad credit, or you might, or you might have debt, a high debt mm-hmm. debt income ratio because like you just buy shit all the time. And so to me, I'm just like, if we can't talk about finances, then what the fuck can we do? Hmm. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's the I second most I always ask people about their relationship with their family. Family is really important to me, and. If I ask you something about your family and the situation is like you don't want to talk about them or you start like shading your family really bad, that's a red flag to me. Like I can't do that because I care about my family so much. I talk to my mama every day, talk to my sister, my dad. Like I talk to them often. Oh, really? So if someone doesn't understand the dynamic I have with my family, they're going to always feel like they're coming second to them, which they wouldn't. But I'm always going to have that connection to them. I agree with that. I can never date a family, man. I'm not close to my family. Mm, I've dated one family man, and um, yeah, I got very irritated. Did you feel like you were like behind? Yeah, I was second. Yeah. yeah, like because I I know how I grew up and what I expect from my family, and I don't receive it. So when I see it coming from a different standpoint with somebody that I'm dating, I'm just like, mm. it makes you jealous. I don't even want to say jealous. I just don't feel like I'm the priority. Like if we're aiming towards marriage. I should be priority, and then family comes second. 
I 100% agree. But I think that, and this is why I always ask this question, I think that if someone doesn't understand what it's like to be like that with your family, it's hard for them to see that and be like, what's going on? I talk to my mom like probably five times a day. Really? I be texting my mom. My dad like gifts. text me all the time. I I agree with Marco. I think the purpose of coupling and getting into relationships and getting married is to form your own family, mm-hmm. um, which does become the priority. Mm-hmm. So it it makes perfect sense. It, it makes perfect sense to me. I don't know how niggas say you call your mama too much. I wouldn't know how to react. No, I wouldn't say that. No, I definitely like, wouldn't I say that. Because that's your mama. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> he said, wait a minute. <laughs> you call your mama too much. Well, bitch, she worth me. <laughs> I guess it comes from a standpoint like if, if we're at dinner and like hypothetical situation, it's our anniversary, your parents call. To me, this is important to me. Okay, I think. And if your mother, issue. family, whoever, whoever you consider your family calls you at that moment, you're gonna answer. I'm over the date. I want to oh, go no, home. No, that's different. I think that's very different. That's yeah. extreme. Okay. I'm saying like little things. Like there are nuances that you can pick up on on somebody. Like when they don't have that relationship, like you can say something like. Oh, yeah, like, I, I got to call my mom. I'm about to do this with my mom. Like, my, me and my mom about to go on vacation. It's like, if that person has never, like, vacationed with their mom or Mother's Day, they would be like, why are you going on vacation with your mom and not me? You know what I mean? Like, they're... Oh, okay. Little, but important okay, things, okay. like, if it's an anniversary or it's, like, a wedding and it's like, no, I'm not going to be catering to my parents at the wedding or at my anniversary. Like, we're not doing that. Yeah. But if it's your anniversary, like, okay, so if it's my anniversary and my parents know that it's my anniversary, if they're calling to say, wish us a happy anniversary... I think that's the that's the thing. Your parents, even if you have a good relationship with your parents, your parents do also have to learn to respect your marriage and your situation. Right. And I, I'm at a point where my parents that they would respect that. I don't think I would like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if they have that understanding, like this is your stuff and I'm not like, I can't interfere with that. That's when it's okay. Now, when you got mama Joyce, that's when we get into some issues. See, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's. But I think I would not have a problem with my mama calling me or my dad saying, Happy anniversary, you guys. Have a great day. Now, if I'm just sitting there having a whole conversation, <clears throat> that's rude. Right, yeah. Now, if they call and say, hey, um, you know, Marco, the Prince, and hey, Rodney. You had like, to think about that name, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I'm just <laughs> drinking. Like, happy anniversary, you guys. Y'all have a great day. Hope y'all have fun. Okay, bye. Yeah. But now, if I'm talking about mama, oh, mom, this happened to work today. Like, that's rude. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just rude. See, my, my family wouldn't even call to be like, happy anniversary. It sounds more like internal. No, it is, but like this is also like. So I feel like you just have to learn how to balance it. Like mm-hmm. you can't project your own feeling on somebody else because it's not fair, yeah. and they couldn't, they shouldn't do it to you. Hmm. Period. It's a healthy balance. Yeah. Yeah. We live and we learn. Learning how to balance over here. Yeah, we all gotta learn shit. I'm learning every day. <laughs> Listen, because some days I fall over, child. Well, that's um, my streets, because y'all got all up in my business. Well, baby, we done Look. talked about marriage. We talked about relationships. <laughs> I'm be messy. I'm going to be messy. It's fun that way. I'm gonna lighten it up a little bit. Oh, God. So, situationships with Shazam, as always, is going to be a situation that we have either encountered, we've been in, or we know about. So, today... We got breakup blues and marriage tunes. Oh, <laughs> you come up break with the up best blues and marriage the tunes. Best episode names. <laughs> so, breakup blues. We were just talking about relationships, dating, marriage. When was y'all first real breakup, and what did it feel like? 
I feel like this is something important because a lot of people never pinpoint when was the first time like I experienced hurt from somebody outside of my family that I just wanted to love me. Like, Ooh. when was your first breakup? Like, how did it feel? Like, that moment. Everybody can remember it. I know I can remember mine. Like, the first one. It don't got to be, like, your first serious breakup. It could be in middle school when that girl did well, not return your, how, was, how did you feel? <laughs> you <Who> start. <laughs> I think my first breakup was definitely, like, or not even a breakup. The first time I feel like I experienced, like, hurt from somebody that I wanted to be with was in middle school. Like, I remember trying to date this girl. First of all, I'm not going to say that. First of all, I was trying to date this girl. That's the first problem. I was trying to date a girl. Let's be very clear. So I was dating this girl, and <laughs> she started dating this boy that was, like, on the basketball team with me. And I was like, but I thought she liked me. Like, what's going on? And I was so confused. And I remember going home, like, Mom, I don't have a girlfriend anymore. Like, I was so hurt. <laughs> Did you say it like that? Yes. Like, I don't have a yes, girlfriend Yes, I threw anymore. my wig and everything. Yeah, mama, <laughs> baby, you don't want her. And my mom was like, let's go. Did you want the basketball player she did, too? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, I remember feeling that moment. And I was like, wow, like, this is what a breakup feels. And you know, like, when you're in middle school, you got your little CD player or whatever. And I just wanted to listen to every little, like, breakup song ever. And just, so I know y'all have a moment where you was like, damn, like, this is not how it's supposed to feel. My will be mm. with a girl, too. Yeah, hello. <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> so... Picture Sicily, nineteen. No, so <laughs> I was. It's my senior year in high school, and I met this girl through a girl who went to my school, and she came to our school. Like I guess for it's we have like a swap school okay. day with students, and some people from the school came over, and she was just beautiful, and I was like. I said, Raquel, <laughs> who that is? <laughs> She's like, oh, that's oh, that's his son. So I said, I said, oh, I want to talk to her. So I slid in the DMs on MySpace. Shout out to MySpace. <laughs> Good <All> time. Right. <laughs> Oh, um, I know you had a song on your page. Oh yes, yes you had the shit dropping down too. Not when they get yeah. Oh, but I had some shit. I had a grip of that shit. And you know, she responded back, and we went on a date. Her parents were very strict. Um, and like I was able to first wave to go over to her house. My parents enjoyed her. I thought it was gonna be my wife, no shade. And then um I met this guy Ooh. uh who ran track with me. It's a plot twist, baby. And we love a track star. So he was I always had feelings for men. I just never enacted on them. Mm -hmm. And this guy made me want to enact on them. So we better disappear. And <laughs> sounds like a movie. <laughs> and all he did was this, you know, suck my nipples and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I ejaculated so much. I never ejaculated that much. Was this in my the life. one from that yes. you talked about in season yes. one? Yes. Ooh. And and I felt conflicted, so I had to tell her like we can't talk no more. Cause I would have been the type of boy who had a girlfriend. So, Excuse me, ooh Lord. And boyfriends. Mm -hmm. And I remember her telling me like, What what did I do wrong? Oh. I didn't tell her it was a boy. And oh. I was like, and I just cried because I just like I loved her, but I was like, I experienced something new. <laughs> and, it, and it makes me feel so good inside. And I was I just remember crying playing Chris Brown um song. Uh, what's that damn song he had with that breakup song? Uh, Couldn't tell you. It was a young Chris Brown day, and he was like, 
<sighs> Whatever, I can't remember. Y'all know it in the comments. And I played that song for like literally five days straight. And mama like, why don't you just get back with like mom is more than that? I can't. I just can't do it. <laughs> so it was it was that was like traumatizing because I see it to this day and I always said, What if? Wow. Like I feel like that was my wife, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marco. <laughs> um, so mine was with the woman also. Um we dated through high school, um, never had sex until like our senior year, went to prom and did all that shit. Um, yeah, so I was fingering her and then I inserted, you know, him and I immediately pulled out and that's when I was like, yeah, no. This ain't for me, cause I know I don't want kids. So for me, it was more about the mind over matter mm-hmm. like if if I bust in her it's a possibility 99.9% chance or non-chance that I could have a child I don't kids is never in my future anything. so that made you break up with her yes because I knew I was gay then because I could potentially have a child with a woman Solomon what about you uh, my first big breakup um, it was after college. It was with a guy. Uh, we dated for a good while. I actually lived in Athens. And he lived here in Atlanta. Okay. Um, and beautiful man. I thought we had something going. And we dated for months. It was like more than six months. And then I crossed, crossed my fraternity. And after I crossed, I went to go visit him, and he broke up with me. Ooh. And mm. he said I didn't make enough time for him. Oh, my God. Well, damn. Yeah. Ha- tell, let me tell you, heartbreaking. And uh, so I was a little depressed for a while, and then my friends took the like, let's cheer you up and let's go to the club. Went to the club. He was there with his boys. And I, when I, as soon as I saw him, I was like deer in headlights. Like my friends had to like drag me. Mm. Like I was literally like, this motherfucker got the nerve to break up with me and then go to the club. Ooh, perfect segue. So when y'all break up or when y'all get broken up, are y'all like sad? Are y'all jealous? Is it rage? Like, what do you feel? Hell is sad. It's really... Breaking up is really when you really love that person. It's hard. It, you don't want to brush your teeth. I mean, one time my friend. You said what? No, no, no. Go back. Go back. I go back. brush my it? teeth. Okay, it was, I was going through it. Like I remember in college when I first the guy who I left my girlfriend with, we left for like five years. Had his name tattooed on me and everything. The boy that licked your nipples? Yeah, we were together for five years. You didn't brush your teeth for him? He, he, I mean, he taught me everything by being gay. So (laughs) when we broke up, like officially broke up, the first time we had many broke ups. I remember I was in a freshman in college. He was like probably a junior in college, and we had an apartment. And my friends come and say, "Rodney, what happened?" He did not come home for two weeks. Two weeks, and he was paying my cell phone bill. And I'm just like, he paid a bill, but where is he at? So, you know, like, I was was like, he was, like, literally taking care of me, like, in in a broke way. Like, you understand, like, haircut for me. Like, I was getting that aspect. And my friend was like, Rodney, do you not see how you look? Like, 
I ain't brush my hair. I ain't brush my teeth. I sit inside for five days. Mm. They go to class. So did that turn into like rage or like revenge or like jealousy? I just felt stupid. Okay. I felt very stupid. So, you know, okay, so for me, I would say that, so after that breakup, it was, um, I was down, I was a little depressed. I had a, a significant relationship in which I was like, I was down bad, like I was depressed. Um, and I was also graduating with my master's, and so, or I had just finished graduating with my master's. The relationship itself was rocky, so by the time I graduated, like I was 300 pounds. Breakup, graduation, all that stress. I was, I was a big boy, and so. Wow, Solomon. Looking back on it, like after that breakup, I literally was in bed almost every day. Like I would go to work, and or internship, maybe it was work at that time, and still show up for other people. And like I was going home and watching Netflix and eating gummy bears and but you Cheetos. But show up for yourself. But I couldn't show. And so, like you, like you were saying, like right. you felt stupid, right? And so, like, that's when my first fitness journey really took off. Mm -hmm. Well, my second one, to be honest. Um, got a revenge body. Got a revenge body. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I think since then, and you've seen me after a breakup before, yeah. like, I go, I go kind of cold. Um, and so emotionless, nonchalant, I, I, I hear it all. And um, after the last breakup that I had, like what my best friend came to me and was like, are you okay? And I'm, I'm at work and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Da, da, da. And he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, I'm, I promise you I'm good. And he was like, no, you are doing that fake smile thing that you do when you're not good. And um, like, you, you're just different. And I was like, all right, I will be good. But right now I just need to show up and I need to be here at work. And so, like, after a breakup, it just turns off mm. until I'm better. People don't say that hurts. Mine is normally, like, a little sad, but then, like, <clears throat> excuse me, as an Aries, we get over people extremely fast. So, like, I might be sad for, like, five days or so, but by day six, I'm like, bitch, get up, get it together. Like, come on and pull it together. But... It don't it don't be long for me. Like it's quick. I'm go I do a good rebound. Ooh. One of my friends say, Can I get over your ex? Find a new man to get up under. All right. <laughs> She's um, that before. <laughs> She's, I'm, I'm different. As so as a Sag, like, number one, it's hard for me to well, it's not hard for me to like people, but I don't like people yeah. from the jump. But when I do, then it's just like I wanna buy you stuff and lick your face. Oh. And Sages then though are little like once you cross them, like, y'all go left to the right to the up to the so, down. So people say. Head spins around like exorcism. <laughs> oh, okay. You can't. Sag, y'all will act like somebody does not exist after you've got over the fact. I like it. It's a fire sign thing. <laughs> um, so, another question. When was your most recent breakup? Mm. Is this the one? When was y'all? Um, crickets. <laughs> I'll go. Um, oh, shit. Who? <laughs> recent breakup. Most um, recent breakup. Probably when I moved here to Atlanta. Um, it just didn't work. We just wasn't compatible. Did yeah, you we, do the breaking or did he do the breaking? I did. Not I, I, the I, I, of the relationship. I like 
doing the breaking. I enjoy it. Um, yeah, I, I like get into a point where I wait, like, wait, wait. Go back. Did you just say you enjoy breaking up with people? Like I enjoy doing the breaking versus it happening to me. So you enjoy breaking up with people rather than getting broken up with. Yeah. So like my feelings aren't hurt, but like I can so to say hurt their feelings. So get them before they get you. Yeah, kinda. I don't like breaking up with people. No, that. and y'all know what I did. And, and, no, I'm sorry, I'm finished. I'm not saying it's like an overnight thing, but it does. It, I have to build up courage to do it. Yeah, really? like it's yeah, like if if it's Monday by Friday, I probably won't break up with you, even though that I know that I need to. But if I get some time to continue a thing, I'm a cancer, so I'm emotionally attached to people. Oh. So I think I think about the memories that we had and maybe possibilities that we can create and shit like that. So it just doesn't come overnight for me. Yeah, like you if you fuck cancer. me over, fuck you. you continue. Huh? I would have never thought you were a cancer. Me either. Yeah, I'm a cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm very in tune with my feelings. Like now the conversation from earlier is making sense. <laughs> Starting to spin the block. Um but um and normally when I am in the middle of a breakup or going through that transition, I'm very emotional. It's not outrage. Like I listen to music. Um I went through a whole breakup through um hers debut album. And Focus was my song that I listened to every fucking night before I went to sleep. Y'all heard the song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, every night with blue lights, going to sleep, like, just crying my eyes out. Roddy, what about your most recent breakup? What you got? What you do? You slash some tires or something? I'm a Capricorn, so let me say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's hard to get to me. Like, I'm very, I'm, I have a very hard experience for a reason because I want to make sure that you worth my love because mm-hmm. once I love you it's really hard it's Solomon <laughs> <laughs> it's Solomon of the story it's Solomon of the story so it was this one particular guy that I met um, we met on some freak shit okay on some freak shit it's supposed to strictly be sex going about your business yeah. and <clears throat> and we met the first time I was like, okay, it was cool, a little one too, but I don't think I want to. I will hear from her again because you know it wasn't that deep. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, let's follow up. Yeah, and it hit me up. I'm like, oh, he must. Uh, all right. You said you did your big one. <laughs> hit my big one. <laughs> so and then I'm like, okay, well, I, I did like he was. He's very attractive, um, very educated, and things like that. So like he has to attribute, you know, attributes uh, uh, I want in a person. But I was like, well, we met on some freaky shit, so I don't know how this gonna work. And I should have went with my first mind. I always do that. Always trust your gut. Kind of find out. Um, he dealt with two people I dealt with, but two people I dealt with in the past. It was a one or done. He was in love with him, mm. and I told him specifically. I said, if you are trying to keep these men in your life, <laughs> and you trying to deal with me, it's not gonna work. And what he say? No, I'm not. I want to blah blah blah. Long story short, niggas, niggas. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we I kept going on, <laughs> sorry, got more involved with him and all that stuff, and then he lied about something. I want to say to him, he might watch or somebody might watch it. You know, he lied about something. I was like, you know, I'm done. And then when I was truly done with him, 
I did go back to my five times because I was like, damn, I want to make this work. You know, like, I really like him. And then when I was completely done, now it's like, now you want to chase me. This nigga called me from a, <laughs> from a phone, and I had somebody I know call the number. <laughs> and I said, hey, call this number. I, I, I just knew it was him. <laughs> and I did. The first call him on three-way, and the way he just picked up on Clue was just like, I said, this is how this nigga lies so good. Like, he made up a whole lie about why was he calling the number. And was like, oh, yeah, I need your services for this, that, that, and this. I'm like, this dish is good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and you lie like that on the, like, he, like, didn't even hesitate. Like, went into a lie. I said, you've been lying to me this whole fucking time. Oh, my God. And it was the reason why you. I just, <laughs> so I ain't going to say too much, but Sam, you know what I'm talking about. He did it so well. <laughs> So I was just like, damn, you you need a fucking Oscar, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> breakups are strange. So my I feel like the breakup most recently that happened was with somebody that I wasn't even dating. Well, like we weren't together, but it was like y'all ever like started liking somebody that what you found out later wasn't really yours. That makes Ooh. sense. Bitch, what? Like you like somebody who wasn't yours. Yes. So like. What you mean by that? I'm, I feel so like you. You like, was already you, like really... somebody, you literally fell for somebody who wasn't yours. That whole story was somebody that wasn't yours. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. They was so, in a situationship, all that shit. Baby, you like them. Mm-hmm. Whore. It happens. I met this fine man mm. on Instagram. Just fine. fine. Just I'm fine. Like, fine. He know the word of God. Like, oh Ooh. God, this mm. is my husband, y'all. I'm going to see my husband. Dark skin, light skin. He was brown. Ooh. And I don't really like short men, but he was short. Mm. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, we start communicating, talking all the time, like just really going back and forth and like really developing this bond. I'm like, I really like this man. Like I'm talking to my best friends about him. And maybe like three months down the road, I very much so feel stuff before it happens. Like I just be knowing stuff and I got anxious about this. And I'm like, why am I so anxious about this? Like Jesus is slapping me with his sandal trying to tell me something. And I'm not listening. <laughs> And this man called me and was like, I got to tell you something. And my heart was like, boom. And I was like, fuck, bitch, damn. Like, I was so mad. And he basically just revealed that he actually had a boyfriend the whole time. But it was like a boyfriend. They had like a rough patch. Oh, he was like talking to me about it. Granted, now we've like discussed all of it. and We're actually cool. What? But, like friends? Yeah, we're cool. Now, if I was a not nigga, me. you would not be around my nigga. Well, well, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's here, nor here, nor there. But that was the first, that was like the most recent breakup that I had that I was like, this is a breakup and I didn't even like, I wasn't even dating that man. That must wasn't even Can mine. you pause real quick? Because that nigga <laughs> asked me to be friends too. Why in the fuck would mm. I want to be friends with somebody no. who I was falling in love with that's the weirdest, sick, sickest, toxic uh, shit ever. But if you honestly think, if you look at the gay community, a lot of people be friends with people that they've like had situations with before. Like they made a, they may have met on Jack, they may have met on Grinder, and now they friends. One night stands a friendship, cool. But I'm talking about when you was trying to date me, and we was like talking about our future. Bitch, I'm not gonna be your friend. I think opposite of that. I would be their friend. Well, yeah. obviously. I would be the friend. I, not me. Don't bring, don't bring your ass over here. <laughs> Go to their house. <laughs> mm. No, I got to have an um, eight-year relationship, and I wanted to be friends with him mm -mm. because we just have, you just know so much of my motherfucking business. Why can't we just be friends? You, you date who you want to date? What? They would have stayed here. 
Eight years. They would have stayed here. <laughs> years. They would have stayed here. All right, that's fine. So mm-hmm. tying back into tunes, do y'all think that like the music we listen to and like popular music plays into the way we experience love and stuff? Absolutely. Because yeah. on Twitter yes. they're now talking about we ain't got no men that sing to the coochie no more. Y'all know the video where it's like, well, it's like all back in the day, like 90s R&B men would get on their knees and basically be singing to the coochie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like, we don't have to sing to the coochie music anymore. So that's why we like experience all these phases. Like everybody well, want to be a city. Uh, see, like when I listen to music, like when I'm in the gym and I'm working out, I listen to love songs. Really? And when I'm driving, I, like I listen to love songs. So, mm. And they have to be legitimate love songs. It can't be unrequited love. It can't be love lost. It has to be legitimate love songs. Um, like... I'm I'm done with the breakup songs. I I don't want to sing songs about folks who aren't doing right. There's an interesting interview that that made me think of Fantasia. So yep, where she was like, mm-hmm. "Keep singing uh, when I see you in bittersweet. Like you're not gonna get married." So mm-hmm. that really just. Yeah. You know what though? Patti Labelle said the reason why she don't have a lot of sad songs because she won't be a sad girl. <laughs> and I'm with Patty. <laughs> I'm tired of these goddamn sad songs. So I'm with you. <laughs> I'm weak. So I feel like she's been on like a downer the whole time. So let's go back to like marriage tunes. Last question. If y'all had to get married right now, like you found your man, you're going to see your husband. Ooh. You got to have a wedding song. What is your wedding song right now? This is rapid fire. When I call on you, you better say the song. Oh my goodness, I can't think. Beyonce one plus oh one. I knew you were going to say Beyonce. that. I literally knew that. I, I love that. Oh, girl. No, I. That's a good song. One of my close friends what? got married to that. That is my wedding Beautiful song. Solomon, marriage um, song. My song. song is by Tim's. No, Ooh. it's not Tim's. It's Teeks. T e e k s, um, and I think it's called. Uh, I, is, finally, we're here now. I'll look for it, but I, I, I'll come back to you. Come back to me. Come back to me. Rodney, wedding song. Mine would be. Um, I think it's Brian Knight. Um, who's in Step One? That's Brian Knight. Yeah. He don't take care of his kids, but. Oh. Um, <laughs> First time, first time by Teeks. First time. I don't think I've heard it. Oh, I'll send it to y'all in the chat. Yes. Thanks. Mine is gonna be You Bring Me Joy, Anita Baker. When oh, that said. is so sweet. Mm. That's like a good reception song. Anita Baker, you can't go wrong with Anita Baker. I love don't Anita. Do him. <laughs> it does it like, is. Like, like first reception. Me and my husband come in the first day. Oh, you okay. hear, mm-hmm. Yes, and we are going to get up there and I'm going to cry. And if my people don't cry at the reception, they're not eating. Period. <laughs> I know I'm going to be a bride, motherfucking Zilla, a yes, groomzilla, whatever you yes, call it. You definitely yeah, everything got to be motherfucking perfect. Mm-hmm. If your shirt you wrinkles, you can't for come you in. <laughs> Child, I'm touching the green on all of y'all wedding songs. Make sure I'm at y'all wedding. I won't outdress y'all like Porsche. Touching the green. Rodney's going to be like, green. if you don't have the right credit score, you're not coming to my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, you checking credit scores and ID I ain't trying to fuck them. I'm trying to fuck my man. Love my <laughs> but you want those wedding gifts. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. That, it is so tacky, and then I'll leave this alone, to go to a wedding and not bring a gift. I was just about to say that. that. That is tacky. Question. What if you, like, cash up them, like, $300? That's, is that that's not, not tacky? That's, that's not tacky. Oh, I think it's tacky when people, like... You understanding how much a wedding costs, and then you gotcha. show up empty-handed and go to the open bar and everything else, and you don't leave nothing... Girl, are people I, are people doing cash app at the yeah, wedding? I, Just give so, me a cash app. No, no, we don't have a I cash app. Hate, 
I hate buying gifts. I'm not a gift person. I'm not either. I'm like, a money. I give cards. On the love language list, that is at the bottom. Same. But I would send you cash app. Oh, you building a, um, a patio for your new house that you and your husband... Here, here's some cash to go towards it. And it's like a technology thing now, because you know, like back in the day, I don't know, like if you like people do money dances, like you pin money on the bride. Mm-hmm. Or like if you've ever been to an African no. wedding, they literally are throwing bands in the okay, sky. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, it's a cultural thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's a technology thing, because most people don't carry cash no more. So you can just cash at me. Sell me, cash at me. I think it was way more to go around before we go on to um, the Menage Tour. Well, do we have time for the Menage Tour? We do. Okay. Um, what the fuck happened? I don't know. This lady had a baby shower, and it was like a lot of people showed up with no gifts. Oh lord! And she got on mic and said, "For every bitch that's in here eating my food who didn't buy was you this on social media, yeah, she said, get the fuck out." And I said, "Mom, I'm with you. How the fuck you showing up? It ain't about no baby to give." With that I, just, said, I just came for the meatballs, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Get your meatballs. Meatballs and mac and cheese. And I'm going to take a plate to go. What's up? Get your ass not to invite y'all to shit in my <laughs> I don't even want kids, so don't invite me <laughs> to no baby like shower. Minutes. Mm. 11 minutes. Huh? We got time. All right, y'all. So the people want to know, for the menage a trois, when is it appropriate to introduce someone to your family? Ooh. At the wedding. JK, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, that's my answer at the wedding. I can see that. <laughs> Mine will be I would say when we get to the point to where we're like giving money to each other for each other finances finances. I'm for real because financially? I, yeah, financially. Like we need to we, add Jamie Foxx gold digger right here. Cause you give it a lot of money. Let me say this. I ain't saying you because I give my but I have a good salary too so I can say but um, honestly like if I want to say hey babe here go $300 on your phone bill like yeah. it's okay and he, he'll say hey babe I'm going to pay your credit this month when we start doing things like that for each other I, that's the time when you need to start introducing the family to me cause I, like I think that's nice that's a good time like you spend the money on me and I spend money on you and I'll do that for it. I don't spend money on bitches. If I if I even spend a dollar on you, I have to really like you. I don't when I go on dates, I don't pay for dates. We go Dutch. What? Another episode. Yeah, what? I don't pay for dates. I don't expect to pay for long? either. Uh uh-uh. uh. About the first four or five dates, we're going Dutch. I know the same time. But if you ask somebody on a date, you don't pay for it? I went over that last he, season. He sure does not. I do not. And if they ask me, I don't expect that. I think that's so stupid. Like, you hungry bitch just like me. Let's go fucking eat. Because <laughs> I asked you first, you know you was going to eat, now I got to pay for you, you got to pay for me. That's, that's, no, no, no. Because I spent let's, too much money the last time on a person, and it. We'll table that. Yeah, let's, table let's take it. a uh, page out of Rodney's book. What I like it? that. No, oh. I like it. Oh, thank you. Go Dutch bitch and save you a coin. (laughs) (laughs) I think you introduce somebody to your family when it's clear that there is a future with that person and you're sure. Um, I am very much so, I'm not running each and everybody home to meet my parents or to meet my siblings or to meet my nephews. You're not going to meet the people who I 
cherish the most in my life right now if I don't feel like you're going to be here long term. You might meet my friends, you might meet my homegirls, but as far as meeting Mama Shazam and Dazam, you're not meeting them until I know yes, that Mama it's Shazam. like... Mm, hello. That's what I call her. You're not meeting them until I know that this is something that's going to be real. Because I know my family and you heard me, now you got to get beat up by all of us. You got to get drunk. Not really, but it's going to be it's gonna be that bad. Like, I, I can't... I have to make sure that you're true because I talk to them about a lot of things and you have to be careful about when you're dating somebody and the perception you give to your family and friends. Mm -hmm. Because if I tell them, oh my God, such and such, like, he did this and I didn't tell my sister this and now two months later I'm finna take you home, my sister gonna be like... That's why you shouldn't run your mouth. No, I because my long, sister's I one learned, of my best friends. No, no, no. I learned that a long time. We, you know who to tell stuff to, let me say that. You do. 100%. I used to run my mouth about every goddamn thing that happened. Oh. And then when my friends see the niggas on my family, on the two of my family, they be like, I'm like, well, bitch, I'm over it. Why the yeah, fuck you got to protect mad? their perception. So mm -hmm. I think so, once you yeah. realize that that's the person that, for me personally, once I realize that that's the person that I actually want to be with, and I know this is not like, no, oh, we might just be like a situation for a few months, that's when I'm comfortable like bringing you home. Hmm. For me, I think it's when, for me, it's when we've had a conversation, it's serious, we're talking about a future, um, and we're talking about living together, if we're not already living together, that, that kind of thing. I introduced someone to my family, and my, like, my mother loved them. And so after we broke up, like, my mom and I had a conversation, and this is the reason why I won't do it again until, like, I'm sure. And so my mom was like, yeah, the breakup was hard for me, too. She was like, because I started considering him like a son. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when... when that would make my heart grow. Like, my mother, like my mother started tearing what up. And so I was like, but that's how my family is. So, like, if you're close to me, my, my, my mother will automatically start praying for you, praying over you. Like, she's going to pray for your family. She's, like, she is introduced, like, she's welcoming you into the family. And so, and then everybody else follows suit. And so, like, when we had that conversation, I was like, I will never do this again. I will never do this again unless I am absolutely sure. It's hard. It. That was sweet. Mm. I, um, I've only introduced two people, no, three people, excuse me, um, to my family. One was together for about eight, nine years, um, eight and a half years to put a timestamp on it. Two, to be exact, um... But yeah, I probably won't meet. I probably won't let them meet anybody until like I got a ring on my finger and we signed the marriage papers. Cause this is my life. I'm not doing. I'm not doing it again. Like, I'm sorry. I've, 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 no, you fine. Like this is what I believe. Like no, he laughing at me. Rock no, is going no, through. No, it's okay. Rock like is going this is what I've, I've done it no, twice. No, no, no. This it, my beard is shedding, and I just so just while I'm just like just I didn't kid. know what was going on. I was like, you forgot your rabbit. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. So then they like they laughing at me because I was like, bitch, what the fuck going on with my shirt? Okay. Yeah, I've um I've done it twice and. My mother loved both of both of those gentlemen, and I'm just like, yeah, no, it's just no more. Yeah. But until we sign some paperwork, my family love hard. Mm. Like your mama was like, she still asks about this damn boy. Oh my god. And for the longest time, my mom would be like, "Have you heard from so and so? Have you heard from so and so?" And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying not to think about the person. 
And you keep bringing them back up. Trying to get closure. And your mom's like, hey. Right. <laughs> I've had that well, happen. Yeah. Remember. That's yeah. not going to work. Well, guys, so we're going to go left on red because it kind of picks up. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so left on red, you guys, is where you all openers can write us and ask questions or send a letter. Um, or you can do that. You can go to our website at opletchapodcast.com or you can send us email at at opletchapodcast at gmail.com. So we have a great question for my lawyer openers named Daniel Knows. Da no, Daniel Dilio. Dilio, how you say that? Dilio, 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 Al, Dilio, Danny Dilio. Low Nose. Oh, Danny. Oh, Danny Low Nose. Who <laughs> does he say? We can say his name. So I'm going to add him. Oh, Danny at Low Nose. D A N I L O K N O W S. So we'll answer, we'll answer one question from him, answer one question from him due to time. I think we should. We can't do two. Let's, let's do two. He's a loyal opener. Like yeah, loyal. Is he going to pay for this extra time? Possibly, if we answer his questions. <laughs> okay. You're right, Daniel. Let me answer your questions. I hope you um, So we're going to do this to this one. Do you believe in dating someone below your economic status? Oh. If so, what have been the challenges? Of course. Of course you would pick that one. My yeah. answer would be no. no. Next question. I mean, next person. <laughs> <laughs> right. You already stated it. Um, I would. I have. And I will again. Because to me, it's about how you manage your money, not how much money you make. I've dated a six-figure nigga that don't know how to manage his money. I've also dated broke niggas that know how to manage their money. So it really just depends on the person. Can I elaborate on my nose in this case? Somebody don't think I'm a bitch. <laughs> since we they got already new, do. Since we, got new, I mean. <laughs> since we got new people, I can take care of myself. <laughs> Very fine. I'm building a home all by myself. God is great. Um, however, come on. Oh, my bad. <laughs> if you can't keep up with me, that you are not for me. What that means, you might pay your bills on time. You might have some money saved up. But if I want to go on trips, I won't be the person I always cover you because you ain't got it. Mm. And I think that's fair to hold that standard. That is fair. Mm -hmm. So if you ain't got it, you just ain't got it. And that's okay. you just not for me. might be for Somebody. whoever else. I, I would date somebody that is like, quote unquote, below. I, um, how I below? Think, I want to know. Mm. What do you mean how mm. below? Like how right. far below me? Um, what about a forty thousand dollar difference? Yeah, I would. Oh Jesus! Christ. I would do that because first of all, I've, and I <laughs> this, literally tell people this all the time: when you die, when you go to the ground, nobody's gonna remember you for your money, your credit score, your clothes, none of that. They're gonna remember about the experiences they had with you mm -hmm. and what you were as a person. Okay, but your bills gonna want to know? No, because that's not, no. <laughs> no the, the bills, bills are gonna get evaporated. Paid, the I'm bills, talking about when you alive. Your bills. Right, the, oh. the bills are gonna be paid, and for me personally. My personality, I'm going to inspire somebody. So if I love you and you're the person I'm connecting with and I feel like you're my person, baby, you might be a 40K nigga today, but next year you're going to be a 100K nigga. Like, I'm going to push you up. But what if he is okay with being a 40K nigga? No, because you're going to no. be inspired around me. Nobody's okay with being where they're, they're being the same exactly. person every day. Look, you're going to be I'm inspired. With you I'm going to lift you up, baby. If I, Listen, we're not going to get into this. <laughs> piece, up the question Hello? was, do you believe in dating? Someone below yourself. I'll yes. be the bitch of this episode. It's okay. I'll be called worse. I think there will be challenges with it, of there course, because be, like you yeah. said, you want to go on vacation, like, I may have to front the bill, I may have to do that. But eventually, like, if I know you're that person for me, 
And I feel that we gonna we gonna make it work. Who's Because if you got the hustle behind you, you are gonna make it work. Listen, because two hustlers can do some things. Hello, okay? pure point blank. I, I am with that. So yes, for me, my answer is yes. I could date someone who um, doesn't make as much money as I do. Um, could there be some challenges? Possibly. More than likely not. Um, but what I think I need more in my life is stability. I need security. Like, I love when I am the object of someone's affection and they show me that. It's it's like I'm a battery or they are a battery. And then, like, I'm supercharged. Like, I can take us places. Um, and I'm just talking about in life. I'm not just talking about, like, on trips. I'm just talking about in life. Um, I'm big on experiences. And, like, I would love there – are, there are so many things that I've done in my life. Graduating from undergrad, graduating from my master's program – taking jobs that have been big accomplishments for me um, and not having that special person to share those moments with. Mm-hmm. And so like, it would be nice to just come home or to meet up with that person, my person and be congratulated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think about like recent moments when I'm on vacation, like on the beach in Miami with my best friends. And you were just recently just talking about uh, being on the belt like with your friend and it would have been a cute date. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being on the beach and just thinking, like, this should be me and my person. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think those are moments that are really important and money can't buy that. Mm. I agree. I'm an experiences type of person, so. Money can't buy your love, child. <laughs> but it can get you there. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you can't show me on the experience, Miami. we ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so I, I truly agree with it. That was beautiful, actually. Mm, I was very well. I good. almost teared up. But then I That's thought the about the money. <laughs> <laughs> and money make the. The world, world go around. I was gonna say coochie go woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to say it. <laughs> Stop it, take us out, get us out. <laughs> oh, wait. We got one more question. We can do it real quick. Oh, Ooh, I got high. Okay. What we got, Nick? Do you have Do you have sex with men that tell you they are DL? How does that make you feel? Well, it depends on what the purpose of the sex is. Mm-hmm. So if we're just having sex, then yeah, sure, fine. Why not? Okay. To me, it goes from a standpoint, if I'm completely single, I'm not looking to date or anything. If I'm in that stage, yeah. Because I know what deal niggas bring. Like, get it and go type of ordeal. No and no. Day and age ran now, that shit dangerous. I ain't doing it. With condoms? I know. I'm just saying like, DL niggas are weird and y'all know that. And it's like they feel an opportunity that you've exposed them, like you're in danger. Like for real, for real. So no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to. I don't care how good the booty or the dick might be. Mine is a no, and it's going to be a no. <laughs> because I just don't have time for it. And I'm just really good on it. All right, Solomon, close us out. All right, y'all. Thank you for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. Bye, guys. See you next week. And we out.